Good morning. This is Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities. Taking a look at the wheat markets for Friday, March 15th. Well, wheat markets yesterday had kind of had a disappointing day. We started out firm from the night session, but then the export sales number came out, and that was a pretty small number. The markets pulled back a little bit after that, but then as we got into the day session, the market had another run to the upside. And in fact, Chicago was up around 13 cents, Kansas City up around 10 cents. And then that was that was all you got. And then the market started to back off and uh, closed fairly weak. In fact, Kansas City saw a pretty heavy round of selling late in the day that took it to fractionally lower for the day. Chicago was still up five on the session, Minneapolis up a couple, but the spreads with Kansas City versus Chicago kind of fell apart yesterday too, losing as much as five cents at one point during the session. So unfortunately, the wheat market, you know, looked like we had found some kind of uh, support level here a couple of days ago with the big outside day higher, kind of a key reversal in some of these markets. We haven't had much follow through. Yesterday, it looked like we were getting follow through. And in fact, we did. We did take out Tuesday's high, but then you didn't close all that well. In fact, you closed below Tuesday's high. So it's it's hard to really get too worked up here, you know, too enthusiastic about a market that just can't seem to get much follow through. Even on days where you get a, a nice reversal up, there's there's just so little follow through. And particularly after the market has fallen apart over the last month. So that's kind of where we're at for the wheat complex. Export sales uh, were not impressive yesterday at 346,000 tons. That was well below the low end of the range of estimates from four to 750,000 tons. Hard red winter wheat made up 228,000 of that. That was 66% of the total. Soft red 42,000 tons, spring wheat 16,000, and white wheat 60,000 tons. In corn, 846,000 uh, sales. That was uh, right at the low end of the range of estimates. And soybeans at 1.9 million tons. That was at the high end of the range of estimates. So in wheat year-to-date sales, are running 815 million bushels. That's above last year's 805 million bushels. But USDA last week in the supply demand report reduced ex- expected export sales by 35 million bushels. And that uh, is in response to where we saw France come in pretty aggressively selling wheat to Algeria here about a month ago. This week they sold another tranche to Algeria as well. The Black Sea region has plenty of wheat left to sell and it, you know, they haven't, frankly, they haven't really backed off much at all during the winter months. We thought we would have a time window in there in January, February where sales would be pretty much focused on the United States. Well, Russia and France uh, managed to be pretty consistent sellers during that time window. And as the weather warms up and ports open up more, that uh, it'll just make it all that much easier for Russia to move wheat out of those ports. So we expect to see a pretty stiff competition through the end of the marketing year. Now, the market is uh, starting to turn its attention toward the new crop. Here in the United States, it looks like it'll be a, a late spring, especially across Central Plains on north, in particular across the Northern Plains. That has been pretty supportive to the spring wheat market. Uh, you know, a lot of snow across the Northern Plains. It's been cold, and that's stretching well into March. So it's going to be a slow melt unless it turns very warm quickly, which doesn't appear to be in the forecast. In fact, this storm that went through just the 
yesterday and the day before dropped a lot of snow across the central plains and into the upper mid upper northern plains and upper midwest so we've got a lot of snow to melt off and it's going to be i think a fairly late planting season across the north so that's spring wheat country and of course a, a pretty good chunk of corn and bean country in the central plains on south they have had uh, some storms certainly across central plains but further south it's been a, frankly a fairly mild winter and it was trending a bit dry but it looks like west texas got a pretty good shot of rain here over the last couple weeks so they should at least have decent moisture available to the wheat crop as it uh, moves into a more of a vegetative state in uh, the southern plains central plains uh, not really breaking dormancy yet as we normally would be simply because it's been so cold and they've got a fair amount of snow so while dormancy might be breaking late uh, we'll have plenty of moisture and i think that's part of the pressure coming into the wheat space is the likelihood that even with very low plantings that a crop still could be a decent sized one we are getting some production estimates from other countries around the world we got uh, Germany putting out a wheat production estimate of 24.2 million tons. That's up a pretty impressive 20% over last year. Strategy Grains putting out some estimates for all wheat, uh, all soft wheat, at 146.1 million tons. That's up 15% on the year. Ukraine estimating all grain at 70.6 million tons. That's up 1 million ton over last year. They report that 87% of their winter crop looks in good to satisfactory condition. In Argentina, they produced a record crop this past year at 19.5 million tons. Looks like farmers there are going to increase wheat plantings again, take it up to about uh, 6.9 million hectares. That's up 10% over where they were a year ago. And they could easily get above 20 million tons of wheat production if they have just normal growing weather. And also Australia, speaking of the Southern Hemisphere, Australia is just in a completely different situation than Argentina. They've had drought lingering for two growing seasons for wheat. And that drought is expected to linger for another three months. So that'll take them well into the planting season for next year. So that doesn't bode well for another years of production. Um, you know, if it weren't for Russia's massive wheat production program, that would, you know, the problems going on in Australia would have a much bigger impact on the wheat space. If you'll recall back in 07 and 08, where wheat prices rallied to all-time highs, it, it was Australia that was uh, kind of the stimulus of that. They had two drought years in a row. They, in fact, were the bookends of that rally. They started it and they ended it with the second drought. But, you know, this time around, you've had a similar story with Australia, two years of drought in a row, and the market has done nothing in response to that. And that is because Russia has become the world's dominant wheat seller and becoming the dominant uh, producer as well. So that's that's the difference. And uh, when you talk about world prices being sluggish and, and depressed, you just look at Russia. They are the ones driving production and driving world price and with their exports. They're very aggressive exports. They've got a lot of wheat to export, and they are doing it. And they're and they're uh, becoming. They have become the world's price setter. Now, again, we thought we would have a, a bit of a reprieve from that during the winter months, but that didn't happen. So I think from here on out. You know, we know that they're in, they're improving their port situations, they're expanding capacity, 
and especially at the shallow water ports. So we can expect that Russia now will be a major player in the wheat complex throughout the year. And they're not really going to slow down during the winter months. They have uh, increased production year over year over year. It looks like that's going to be, be the case again. So, you know, the Black Sea and in particular Russia drive world wheat price, and that doesn't look like that's going to change. That's going to become the norm from here on out. So, so far this morning, we got wheat markets down a little bit. Uh, they're pulling back from yesterday's somewhat rally, at least in Chicago wheat. The spreads continue to, to be under pressure between Kansas City and Chicago. I would imagine that those spreads would find support down here because, you know, just around the corner, you're going to be into the growing season and you have no weather premium in hard red winter wheat. And, and you don't in soft red as well, but it's hard red that tends to be uh, get more attention. So I would expect that you would have some sort of a bounce in here and that the Kansas City versus Chicago spreads will find some support as well. If you have any questions, feel free to call me at 1-800-888-9843. This has been Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities.